0: Love,
1: talk, radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zaka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary of Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom
0: Vicarito. This is Don Strauss.
1: Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto
0: Stowe. Mike Kola
2: Okay, good evening everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host Pat Catello and I'm joined alongside Rich Van Zant As we uh, break down the Miami Dolphins' uh, abysmal week, uh, and uh, Dolphins seem to have um, certainly gone off the path that they were on as they come up to New Jersey and uh, get manhandled by the New York Jets by the score of 40-17. to 17. Their record now goes to 3-2. and two. And um, the breakdown is just as ugly as you would think it would be, I would assume. Um, Skylar Thompson uh, makes his debut because uh, Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt on the first play of the game, uh, which results in a safety, and uh, he goes out with what was regarded then as uh, uh, an arm injury, I believe an elbow, and uh, and a head injury, which then... Turned into a concussion, protocol, out for the game. Skylar Thompson, the rookie, comes in for his debut. Uh, he goes 19 for 33, 166 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Uh, I guess if you're looking for a bright spot, that bright spot would be Raheem Mostert. He was your leading rusher, 18 carries for 113 yards, and he had the one touchdown. Now, uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, 7 for 47, Gusecki 1 for 30, Uh, Gaskin made his way into the game, that's uh, a name that you hadn't heard all year, 3 carries for 24 yards, I must note though, that was mostly in garbage time at the end of the game, Uh, and then Waddle, 3 for 23. On the other side of the ball, Zach Wilson comes back healthy, Uh, he goes 14 for 21, 210 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, um, but certainly did what he needed to do. Uh, Brees Hall was your leading rusher, 18 for 97 and one touchdown, and uh, he was also leading receiver, and he had two catches for 100 yards and a lot of people uh, already talking about him now for Rookie of the Year. And uh, Sauce Gardner made a big statement early with one interception, And uh, that kind of was how it started and and really um, continued on in that fashion. Uh, Baker and Brandon Jones also had one sack. Um, So, uh, you know, me and Rich always talk about how uh, this game, uh, you know, especially to us, uh, is, you know, it's big. and, And we think that, you know, I mean, the Jets rivalry obviously is something that, uh, it's something that, you know, we hold near and dear. We think it's, you know, the greatest rivalry that they've had through the years. Um, and so time you get, you know, you lose to them, it's a big thing. But, um, you know, this was, I think, a culmination going in. And, Rich, safe to say that, you know, there was very uh, apprehensions. The Jets were just off. Another victory, and and, and the Dolphins since Cincinnati were kind of skidding. And, um, you know, a lot of Dolphin players like Xavier and Howard not in the game. Uh, Even with Bridgewater playing, and I know you were calling last week, you know, and all through the week, you know, you wanted Skylar Thompson. Uh, but yeah, either way, I mean, I think the Dolphins, you know, had their work ahead of them, and they just were not up for the challenge. I mean, We can mince words, but they just were not up for the challenge.
1: And I know you no. know where you're going to go, but, yeah. You know, look, they had a chance to, you know, take the lead in the fourth quarter, and our lovely kicker, you know, didn't come through Ooh. again. You know, this guy's, you know, getting to the point where I, get, I want to get rid of him. I mean, it's pathetic every time you need him to do something it's an adventure you know
2: yeah that definitely is the case i mean, yeah to go there i mean you jump there that was a huge part of this there's no doubt about it it was a huge part, and it was a um it was a kick that would have taken the lead, and so by not taking the lead um you know it it, it basically changed the complexion of the game and for you know for everybody who obviously watched the game that's listening to our show um not taking the lead led to a Jets touchdown very shortly after and almost an insurmountable lead that just uh you know became piled on more and more so so yeah it was a huge miss and it seems like Sanders has been missing um key key misses you know that that uh, almost the same kind of kick. Uh, does that make sense to you, Rich? It's not a game-winning yeah, kick. It's, right, it's always right. a kick it's that will...
1: It's something pivotal. It's like pivotal, pivotal. In, the, in one game that comes back and haunts you. you know? Great last adjective week, there, you there know, yes. The last Thursday, last Thursday and Saturday, the extra point in that, in that other chip shot that he missed. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, it, that, that, that would have been huge, those two games, because the misses lead to points the other way, because they give up good field position. You know, yeah, a, that too for sure. Yeah, and I think you, you said know. it
2: very well. A very pivotal time, pivotal times, uh, where yep. you would have maybe to close the lead to you know within a, a one score, or sometimes go ahead, or you know it's it's always in a, at a pivotal point, and then when you miss that, it goes the other way, and it just always seems to amount to a score or something, uh, you know, which is detrimental to the team, um, and. uh, you know, in this particular case, it was big. There was still, from my recollection, nine minutes left on the clock. And the Dolphins, you know, threw in the towel. I mean, the game was done right after that. It was a missed field goal. It, it was a touchdown by the Jets shortly after. And it was sayonara because uh they yeah. just did not make any real uh, effort uh to, to – draw it closer and it just became the Jets piling on after that and it was it was pretty ugly to watch the end of that
1: game to be honest. Oh, it was with you. horrible. They almost doubled the score at the you know in the end of the fourth quarter. It was disgusting Yeah. You know everybody yeah, you know, thinks really it wasn't it wasn't a blowout that game. Like I said, we had a chance with nine minutes left to take the lead. You know, there was the forty to seventeen is really not indicative of how that game went.
2: Well I think it was what was It, it was nineteen to seventeen if I'm not mistaken. And so it would have yeah, been 20-19, right. to 19, right? And 19-17 turned it to 40-17 yeah. real quick. And
1: yeah. yeah, they doubled and, uh, up on us in the last eight minutes or something. It's, it's, yeah. You know, now, I was going open, back, you know, you know, you know where we were, obviously we were in the other end zone yesterday, and we had a hard time looking at that safety. Since when is when you get hit and you throw the ball and it lands near the feet of the receiver, but... You know, the hit is why the ball went fly- flying weird like that. How is that a safety?
2: Well, it's called intentional grounding.
1: Right, uh, Exactly. How is that intentional grounding? While you're getting hit, you're throwing the ball. Uh, obviously because the was... hit. made the ball flop, flop around like right. that. That's not intentional grounding. That's no, the but intentional I think the grounding ruling... when you throw the ball away. But I mean, No, that's but crap, I... though. That's not the way yeah. the rule is. The, you I know, don't if, if you're getting impeded by the defender, obviously you don't have control about where it's going. To, that's not intentional. That's ground. I, mean, I don't think grounding at that point.
2: I don't think the rule of intentional grounding allows for judgment of the official of whether or not the ball was altered because of the hit.
1: Well, here's the thing: it was still a defeat of Gusecki. So there's a there's an eligible receiver there. It was a, it was a bad throw altered by the hit. So how is that grounded? I mean, you're, you're, they're calling that on Tom Brady.
2: You know, you always go back to Brady. I don't think this is a Brady well, thing. Because yeah, answers, they're 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 rich, rich,
1: to be honest they're with you, you to the time.
2: They they called a safety on Brady on you know, the first play of the Super Bowl, and to yeah, be honest with you, you, I don't think they ever recovered yeah. from that. So yeah. I mean, that's a Maybe stupid that. argument, but you always go to Brady. But I don't think you need to go to Brady here to, for this argument. You know, I don't think it's a. It, 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 it's a right. I think the way they're it's written. Out
1: of, they're calling on Aaron Rodgers.
2: Really? We're gonna
1: like pick different people. Like I, I think I don't know. There I think I, there's different. There's different rules for different quarterbacks. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. The, as far as
2: this goes, though, um, you know, to say, to say that it. it was a pass that um, was right at Kiseki.
1: I think is the stretch. It was at his feet. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it was good, but the reason it was altered was because of the head. It's that's not, not intentional grounding. Intentional grounding is like if you're going down and you whip the ball down. It wasn't like that. He was getting hit. He was in the act of throwing, and the ball obviously was you know altered by the head. That shouldn't be intentional grounding. That's a that's a ridiculous call there. I'm sorry. Well, you—that's why it took a half an hour to call it. Yeah, I think
2: that the way that it's designed, there. I, I, I mean, I think that they certainly had talks about whether or not um, it was going to be, uh, you know, uh, a fumble. I think that was the first thing that they were really reviewing. I don't think Which you were ridiculous. ever getting anything How could the good ball come out, out of
1: like it? that as a fumble ball? Yeah, right. But I, like I said, I I don't believe that's a that's not intentional ground. like I, I've seen worse than, is called than that. I mean, like I said, there yeah, was a receiver in the area. Yeah. I mean, we we yeah, had one. of That's weeks where ago I think you're wrong. Ruled that that's the, where I think you're wrong. A, well, they ruled. Listen, a couple weeks ago, they ruled one of our when we sacked somebody like that in the end zone. They ruled that that the the, the the running back was in the area. The guy wasn't even looking. He wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't even near the guy, and they ruled that it wasn't. You know. Yeah. We should have had a safety there, and they ruled yeah. that exactly. Yeah, well, listen,
2: I, to be honest with you, I, I think you're wrong all over the place with this one. It wasn't. I don't even think it was Gasecki. I think it was Durham Smythe that you're talking about that was the only guy that was anywhere remotely close to being right, in well, the area.
1: It, it was a tight end, okay? I'll give you that.
2: And he was in on blocky, was and it really wasn't that close to him. It really wasn't that close to him.
1: It was going so, in that direction, but I've seen that call. I don't even think it days.
2: was. I think he was the other side. I think Smythe, if that's who you're talking about, was to the left of Bridgewater. And I think the ball was kind of knocked out and thrown to the right. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. I think I think you're rough on that. I, I mean, intentional grounding's is a strange thing anyway. And I don't know how to get past the line of scrimmage. That's another thing too, Rich, and I'm not sure if it qualified for that, and I kind of think it didn't, and I think that's why it was intentional grounding. Because even, even if it gets near somebody, doesn't it have to get past the line of scrimmage?
1: Well, it certainly was that, wasn't it? I don't think it was. I really don't think it was. Yeah, it had to be because they were, they were on the one-yard line. They weren't really the on the hardline. one,
2: though. They weren't on the one. I think they were on, like, the, on the three. Two? Yes. I think, like, it, it,
1: the I three. Was bad, bad. It was definitely. Bad, I'm not bad. sure it was, Rich. No. I mean. But that's not what they ruled. They didn't say that. They would say that if they didn't get back to the line of scrimmage. They didn't rule that. No, they called yeah. intentional
2: grounding. I mean, I, I never really got a yeah. complete rule. I never really got a complete description yeah. on it. So I don't know why you say they didn't rule that. They, I think they got together. And they talked about this, and yeah, which, um, you know, you actually, know actually I think the ball might have been like like even further than that, right? Wasn't it like on like the the six or seven? It didn't get past the line of scrimmage, Rich. It was nowhere near past the line of scrimmage.
1: But again, I, I think that's when, the like, problem. I always thought when like if you're get, if it's altered, if it's tipped or no, altered, that I don't think. I don't think they have room for judgment now, on that.
2: I, I mean, well, I listen. I, was. I don't believe so. But I, I think I think most importantly, that ball did not get past the line of scrimmage, and that's why it was intentional grounding. Now, that that's why they ruled that. Now, if you want to say yeah. you know, that it, it, it was altered, yeah, it was altered. He got hit, and obviously the ball didn't go where he wanted it to go. But I don't think the rule
1: allows for that. I thought every time it was altered, it couldn't be intentional grounding because obviously it's not intentional. You know because you're trying to you're trying to get it somewhere mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i know yeah. I, 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 I hear what you're rule. saying but I, it could be wrong you know but i that's why that's what we will. well if if I'm not wrong it should be that that should be the rule. how's about that
2: yeah because i i, 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 I agree. agree i think that there is is certainly something to that um you know yeah. where uh, you know you should be able to to uh, intentional is a strange thing i mean it's a strange thing because You know, I I brought up the Brady one, right? And from my recollection, from that play, that Super Bowl, he was in the end zone, and he threw a bomb, like, in the center of the field, and the receiver didn't run the right route. And I don't even think he was under that much pressure when he did it. So that's a perfect example of how a lot of times they call this intentional grounding so
1: strangely when it's in the end zone. It's very strange. I think think the rule is supposed to be, like, you know, if you drop back and there's there's no one in the vicinity you just whip it out of bounds. You know what I mean? I think that's the that's why they do it. But, yeah, but, like, you know, then, then if you're out of the pocket, it doesn't matter. You can do it. It, does, it, does, it doesn't make any sense. But, that's obviously, true, you know.
2: we know that that's, that has changed so much now, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to the Marino clip where, you know, you yeah. <laughs> hit the, yeah. the line. Well, I wasn't trying to hit them
1: I was trying to hit buyers.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, the, you know, you yeah, exactly. did. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come so far from that now that it seems like so like, uh, like if the you know, ball
1: slips, the ball slips out of your hand, then you like you throw it to the wrong guy. That's that's general grounding? I was trying to. I believe it here. is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I believe it is. They, if there's
2: nobody, if if the wrong yeah. guy happens to be a lineman and there's yeah, nobody right. there, now or, they or, seem or, like, to give, give you a lot it. of leeway. They seem to give you yeah. a lot of leeway with with having an eligible receiver around. To be honest with you, yeah. they give you a lot of leeway with that, which leads yeah, me I mean, to how believe... Many times
1: seen a- it? How many say we, we didn't get the call because the guy who had his back turned to him and he's nowhere near the who the guy was throwing to, him and they say that's who it was. You know, that seems to happen to us all the time.
2: Yeah, you know, I, exactly, So, which leads back. me to believe that that is because it did not pass the line of scrimmage, even though Smythe was uh, really not yeah. that close. He really was not right. that close. If you watch that again, I'm pretty sure you'll see. He was not that close to the ball, and he was on the other side of where it was thrown, but I really think it's a past the line of scrimmage on that, which dictated that yeah. whole thing, and then, uh, you know, and obviously that's called. And, and you know what, you, you brought it up. I mean, I I just said, you know, the Brady one, and then, of course, there's the Peyton Manning Super Bowl one. And you brought it up there. How many times do you get a safety to start the game <laughs> and the game ends the way you want it to? I mean, it's yeah, like a no, bad no. omen. It just
1: is. Yep.
2: And we I mean, held safety. them. It
1: wasn't like they took the lead 5 nothing or, or yeah, 9 nothing yeah. right after that. You know, we did we did hold them for a long time.
2: Yeah, defense did did a decent job of of maintaining the game. They kept you in the game, like like you said. It was nineteen seventeen with nine minutes left, without your best yep. best player on defense and without your without both of your sa- you know secondary guys, Jones and Howard, are both out. Quarters. And that's yeah, the first know, time they've both been out in, in like years. And so you, you know, know they did an okay job there.
1: Too. What's that? Well, we. When we scored right before halftime we scored a touchdown. And then we got yeah, the ball back big. to start the second half. Yep. We laid an egg with the free yeah. and out after that. That was that, that, was, that was huge difficult. too. That was terrible. The score
2: at the end of halftime was huge right right and the under, egg
1: was huge. Yes. Yep, if we would have scored right out of halftime, you know, or or had some kind of drive out, yeah. out of halftime, you know, I think it would have been a different story. You know. I
2: think you're right. But I also think you got to tip your hat to the Jets' defense uh, for making those stands when they needed to and really showing up, you know. Because, like you said, 1917 got real sour quick because the Dolphins really couldn't do anything after that. And, and no. you know, the Jets' offense, you know, really just took off after that. Our defense after that was was abysmal. It just was done after that for, you know, whatever reason. And maybe it's the reason, like yep. you said, just the disheartening of the missed kick, which was Amplified, you know, and that's a possibility. Yeah, but that just, was a bad yeah. miss. Yep. certainly a
1: bad miss. You know, we, All right, let's. You know, look, we held. We held. You know, their quarterback to you know 210 yards in the air. You know. Yeah. We shouldn't allow a running back to get you know 200 you know total yards. It's ridiculous. You, you know. Yeah. It was <laughs> that was terrible. And you know we didn't put enough pressure on him. It's like it's not like we're playing Joe Namath here, guys. I mean, you know. I and mean, this quarterback's, you know, on the verge of getting run out of town last year. You know, to, to, no. just to give him a game like that is ridiculous.
2: Back after this.
1: When the autumn mist is drawing near, and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show, available now on iTunes. This is former Miami Dolphins, Mark Super Duper, and you are listening to the Miami Dolphin Legends Show with Pat Catello.
0: You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
2: Hey, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, coming at you, and we'll bring you up to that uh, Monday night football game, which tonight is the Raiders at the Chiefs. Uh, so we'll see if the Chiefs are really as good as they have shown to be. Uh, just a reminder, you can go right to iTunes and, and subscribe to our show. You'll get the latest episodes. Uh, it's delivered right to your phone uh, as soon as the, uh, they're available, and uh, you can send us any questions or comments at PatCatello show at yahoo dot com. So uh, we had said, you know, coming in this game, uh, this this season has certainly uh, changed its complexion uh, on that Thursday night hit against Tua in Cincinnati. Now um, coming into this game, um, Rich we were going to have you know it was going to be an issue quarterback wise and uh you know i was concerned with teddy bridgewater Uh, You know, going into the game, I was waiting to see, you know, were we going to get, you know, a a performance that we've seen Bridgewater capable of uh, because he's done some good things in this league, but he's also, you know, done some mediocre things and he's done some pretty lousy stuff. Uh, You know, if you look back at the first time he was in Cincinnati, I thought he was, you know, okay, uh, not enough to win the game, you know, obviously, but going into this game, what would we see, right, um, and, and we didn't have an opportunity to see that, and so Skylar Thompson gets thrown in there now, and, uh, you know, I, I think that a lot of questions, you know, have been answered about about that situation, uh, you know, obviously, he's a young kid, it's his first start, but, you know, they you know, they did okay, but, you know, there's going to be Uh, you know a lot a a big learning curve to say the least you know uh, for that and now you have a quarterback uh, your starting quarterback, who, um, as far as any controversy, and I know people were saying Skylar Thompson should start over two at the beginning of the year. A lot of people, actually. I think that put the bed right now. This team is desperate for a quarterback, and this is going to be a very strange week, um, to say the least, and, and maybe a strange year, Rich, to see where we're going to go with this. It's
1: not going to be fun. I mean, you know, I heard the press conference, you know, a couple hours ago, where they yeah. basically said, you know, who is not ready for football activity yet.
2: Yeah, Which actually, Rich, take take a time. Yeah, I was going to get into that. I, I actually have it. So before we speculate, let, let me play yeah. it. I apologize for the audio. Uh, it was a little crowded in there, but um, it, I, I, this is what we got.
3: So has Tua been rolled out for Sunday Um the? Tua. Uh, right now, um, I'm not even really thinking about. His timeline, as I said before, um, he's we're we're just trying to get him um, uh, as healthy as possible. We're we're pretty much in a 12 to 24 hour um, reoccurring evaluation process, um, and he's doing well. Um, he's here today, but um, he has not um, take it. He's not ready to take the step to do some football stuff yet. So. Um, that will be, uh, talk to me in every 12 to 24 hours. Where's Teddy at? Is he still in concussion protocol? Um, Teddy, uh, he had, he had no symptoms today. He had no symptoms yesterday. Um, but, um, per the rule change, he's being treated as though he has a concussion. Um, and so he's, um, in the subsequent protocol.
2: So, Rich, I said going into this press conference today, we had a couple questions that needed to be answered. If, if McDaniel came out and said that he was still in concussion protocol and, and going through all that and being ruled out, I guess that basically means that they're uh, admitting that there was a concussion in the Buffalo game and a second one here, and now this is kind of going, you know, in the same manner. If they said that uh, he is, you know, healthy and going along and waiting to be okay, I guess that means that it wasn't that. And what we basically got, as far as I understood it to be, was – a lot of uh, anonymity and just nothing that concrete. I mean, yes. I, it seems to me that, like we like we've said last week, and what I believe is that Tua is probably showing no symptoms. He's probably passed everything. And this is like a limbo situation now with this kid, because I don't think they're in charge of it. The doctor's gotten fired. A new guy's coming in. I'm sure it's like a league thing now that, you know, and and so the narrative is is horrible on this. The optics are horrible on this. And I don't think anybody knows what's going on, including Tua and including McDaniel.
1: I agree with you. I think it's become political and – You know, I don't know when he's going to be cleared. You know, I heard that, you know, they ruled that after the Buffalo hit that the doctor did everything right and he showed no concussions and, you know, he passed the percussion protocol. They showed no symptoms before, during, or after of a concussion. But the doctor was relieved of his duties because he didn't examine his back.
2: Well, I had heard that it was because... I had heard it was because he obviously was shaking his head and took a shot to his, his, uh, his head there. And, 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 and I've heard his hands had went up in a similar motion and because he was wobbly, uh, you know, and I guess which kind of stems to your back thing because they said it was that. So it's almost like he was clearly hit in the head and, you know, allowed to go on regardless of what all the protocol said that's basically what you know what it kind of comes down to there and you know it's a strange thing I first off I want to just say I still stand by what I said as far as McDaniel goes in this I really think any of this um, dissension towards him and the outlash towards him and there's been some pretty big name reporters and stuff that have jumped on this guy I think is extremely unfair it is not his job at all he's not a doctor he 's no part of that pro- uh, protocol he 's coaching a game and he 's going to the locker room and he 's preparing a second half game plan hey, you know and if a doctor comes to him and says he 's good to go we 've done all the precautions he 's fine. Well, what is he supposed to do say no i don 't think so i, I 'm going to go against you i don 't think he's fine. I, I look like it might have been a hard hit there, and i don 't like the i mean i don 't understand how you can expect a coach to go against medical people that are put in place by the team and by the league and, uh, and, and a neutral party that 's there, and people up in the box that are supposed to be watching for things, how do you blame the head coach for not going against all of that saying it 's okay
1: is ridiculous no, I, I just want to I say totally that agree with you I think it 's not fair, and I think the other thing that 's really not fair is you know the second guess a neurosurgeon who has a list of protocols. And you're telling me this guy did something wrong? The guy's a neurosurgeon. Who are you? Well, they're saying. In the well, that's why I said what the league, you know, to say this guy didn't do his job correctly. Well, that's I mean, why I'm saying, 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 saying. From what I've
2: heard, they're saying they're saying he did a bad. He didn't. Wa- he didn't see the reaction and the hit itself, which should have trumped all of the other stuff. That's what I've yeah. heard them come down on him yeah, for. I don't, I don't, of why?
1: That, that's ridiculous. Because. You know, <laughs> Because if he doesn't get hit again Thursday, it doesn't even come up, and it's a week later. That's it's not fair. It's not, you know.
0: Yeah, I no, I, that I job,
1: I, you know.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's it's and it seems now, and let's take one step further because of course it's always always this team, no matter what. Like you can't make no, this no, up no. to have this go on for no. two weeks, and the first play yep. of the game, Teddy Bridgewater's knocked out now with a concussion. And well, it, it's a strange yeah. thing because he passed all the protocols again, and yeah. you can tell from what Mc, McDaniel said, had no issues. I, mean, I didn't even think they said that he had no issues. But because he's that, hit in the head,
1: whatsoever. yeah, you
2: know these guys are, are going to be pulled out now, and and so he's not coming back. You, you, I don't, you know, and I know he says we we'll wait till the end of the week. I, I don't see how you can do that again now. What are you, they're going to put somebody
1: I, in and suffer a concussion? I've fallen off a motorcycle with a helmet on and hit my head on a telephone pole buried in the ground. I didn't even have a headache. You know, that's why you wear a helmet. I mean, you know, if you had no helmet on and you do that, you'd be in the hospital. But, you know, you don't always get a concussion when you hit your helmet on something. You know what I mean? No, like, you don't. Like, The way they act, they act like if you hit your helmet on something hard, you automatically have an injury. The reason you're wearing a helmet is so you don't have it. Right, you know know I mean? that's true. Uh, but for the same token, yeah. I've had
2: I've had some bad ones. I mean, I've had three concussions so bad that I, you know, I can remember, you know, so, with a helmet on and with a helmet off, and you know, and and I can remember, you know, having you know really really bad symptoms that lingered, and you know, so much to the point now that. You know, years and years and years and years later, I could still vividly remember the hit, the smell, like a lot of things from it, you know? So, you know, you can't really judge everything on its own merit, you know, I guess is the point. But you have to have some kind of protocol in place, but then if you put the protocol in place and you follow it, and then, you know, you want to go back and blame people that – kind of followed it, I don't know where you are. You can make changes to it, but I think now they're in in, in a bad spot, because the NFL itself, on a whole right now, Rich, has the problem of if Tua goes back in the game, and I said this, and he he gets gets hurt again. I mean, what does that do for the league? It puts it in jeopardy, and I'm not even sure this kid a year from now is not going to be able to escape that. I mean, I think this is going to be something that's going to go on for his his entire career, no matter how long it is. Whenever there's another head injury, if it happens, God forbid, to him, uh, you know, I I mean, this is something that's going to be a very difficult situation for him. And now you have two Dolphin quarterbacks who are basically in, in almost the same boat as far as whether or not they're going to be able to play, because are the Dolphins now going to clear Bridgewater and have the same situation? It's the same situation. If he gets hurt again, right, they're going to they're gonna say, again, you didn't? He, he clearly got hurt and suffered a concussion in the jet game, and then you put him in again? This is, you know, it's a no-win situation for them. It really well, isn't. He, he, they ruled they didn't
1: get a concussion, right? They,
2: that the they, ruled, they ruled that he, he did not show signs of a concussion, but with the new concussion protocol – was taken out of the game because of the concussion protocol.
1: The new yeah, concussion. Today, he's in concussion protocol, but he didn't get a concussion. That's why I got yeah,
2: there. Yeah, but that. Yeah, but it's the kind of thing where he's in concussion protocol, which is basically like
1: he suffered. Yeah, I called, guess it's, This whole thing that's going is insane. It really is. It is.
2: Because it's, it's basically saying he suffered a con- its It's saying he suffered a concussion under our new protocol. That's what
1: it's saying. Right? And I, I don't buy I, I seriously I don't buy the fact that if you get one you're susceptible to more. I don't I don't believe that. I'm sorry. I think that's voodoo, voodoo medical science too. Well, I don't know. I I don't think you you can speak on that anymore than you know anybody else can. That's my gut feeling. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I think there is something to that. I think there is something
2: to that. If you, I think there is because if you look at a lot of these quarterbacks towards the end of their careers, specifically Steve Young and Troy Aikman seemed to be getting concussions every time they got a hit later in their career because they started getting them. So they certainly seemed a lot more susceptible to them at the end of their career and ultimately ended both of their careers. They both retired from concussions, and they didn't really have that – until they started getting them later, and it kind of just kind of dominoed on on top of that. So I think that would be very against what you just said, medical wise. I've heard it say that you know that it certainly is true that. And I can't speak. Well, like I'm not
1: you said, a. You think what happened? What happened to two in Buffalo? That really, that was the what you know hurt him in Cincinnati. Little... Well, that's
2: an entire, but that's an entirely different well, thing that's, than that's what we just said. Rule. Because no, I'm not sure, I don't rule. know what the – that's entirely different because I'm not sure what the injury was in Buffalo game. To me, it right. seemed like he definitely got clocked on the head. Nobody's going to tell me that he didn't because I've seen the man shaking his head to get cobwebs out of it from the hit all the way into the locker room as he was going to the locker room. So he clearly got hit on the head. Now, whether or not the back injury made him stumble and not be able to walk, that's another issue. I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't think so at the time. I told you... You didn't think anything happened to him, and I thought that he got knocked. You know, I thought he got hit in the head. Remember, I said to you, I said, Rich, I yeah, think he, he got hit in the head. I think he yeah. He, he, yeah, and and he got up and he stumbled, and then you said the same thing. Now, whether or not that back caused that, I don't know, but I can tell you that he definitely sustained a hit to the head and a pretty good one.
1: You so, know, there's I'll give that. you little scenario here. Like you know, in in like in basketball, I've seen plenty of guys like go down with the same like all the backboards like that, and hit their head on the hardwood floor with no helmet on, obviously. And they don't even, I mean, they check them for five seconds and they're back in there. You know what I mean? Like, I have I've very rarely seen anybody, like, you know, yeah, have I seen guys leave the game like that and not come back? Sure. But I've seen plenty of guys where that happens, where they smack their head against the floor, and they're playing in two minutes, you know? And, and that's yeah. got to be worse than, get, than hitting the turf with a helmet on. You know?
2: Yes, but that, again, though, no, you can't look at those things as now. Things have changed now, and I don't know that you're still going to see that. Because, I mean, we've certainly seen right. that in the NFL, too. You know, um, uh, you know it's it changed. So the rules of it have changed, uh, and I don't know that you'll continually see that anymore. But it, it, it's a non-contact sport, if you will. So things in place were very different for that. And, you know, uh, and, and I guess we'll see where that goes. But, you know, as far as, like, seeing things on the field, I mean, we, I think we were there. Remember that concussion crebet had? He's another guy that ended his career on concussions. And to this day has detrimental effects from head injuries big time. And so, yeah. uh, and I think he said there's a tremendous amount of his life that he doesn't remember. And he, I think we were there when he took that that hit where he he actually fell backwards and smashed his head, you know, in the back of his head, his helmet to the ground, and was just out for a long time. I think we were there. And, uh, you know, that that was a bad one, to say the least, you know.
1: Remember Louis Oliver on Al Toon's this to career?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's another guy who, uh, yeah. Y-, y Yeah. Yeah, so the, I mean, you know, these things can be very bad. There's no doubt about that. Now, whether or not you connect the dots from to Buffalo to to a Cincinnati, which everybody seems to have done now, um, you know, yeah. that, that that's the the big issue there, right? And I know that you know you're still a little up in the air with it, but um, and and I don't know. I mean, that that's what it comes down to. And now now think, you're I don't think anybody
1: knows. That's that's my thing. Is yeah. I don't think anybody knows, you know. But all they're, they're going to do what they want to do, and it's become, this is becoming a, a mushroom cloud. That's all.
2: Yeah, know? it is, and 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 we got a, another game now coming up soon. So this has got to be decided. So hold that thought, and we'll uh, we'll finish it right after this. 31, 30
1: seconds to go. I believe Marino is saying, "I'm going to spike it." Take the snap from center. He's looking. He throws, oh, he's right. This is Mark Ingram, and you're listening to the Pat Cotello Show.
0: You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Cotello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
2: Miami Dolphins legend show to the home stretch and we'll take you up to the Monday night football game. Like we said tonight, Raiders at chiefs, uh, looking ahead, rich, um, the Dolphins have the Vikings coming and, uh, this is a situation where, um, you know, you, you, you got to play the game and you have to, I guess, make a decision. And, and, and I'm pretty convinced that all the protocols in, 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 in the real world, I think all the protocols concussion-wise have been passed or will have been passed in time uh, for quarterbacks, but I don't think that means anything anymore because, like you said, Bridgewater seemed to have passed the law in the game, and Tua, I think, you know, has has done that. And I, I kind of think that the Miami Dolphins, as bad as it might be for their season, I, I think they have to say we're going to to a past everything he seems okay but we am out right now because you know, just to, to be safe we're keeping him out another week. And I think uh we're gonna have to keep Teddy Bridgewater out for the same reason right now until you know, we find out what, you know, the league policy and everybody and the safest thing to do. I think they have to do that because I think that the downside to it is just too astronomical for both them and the league. And I think you kind of have to go with Skylar Thompson again to start. I mean, that's just my opinion on it.
1: Um, you know, I, I don't know how you feel about it. Well, you know, I agree I agree with you. I think they're, they're afraid to play either one of them. I don't think – you know, first of all, they have to be clear to practice first. And I don't see that happening anytime soon. Tomorrow's Tuesday already. You know? I mean, you know, they're not going to clear Bridgewater practice. So, yeah, I think Skylar Thompson's going to play. You know, I don't think two is even in the conversation yet. You know, I, I'm thinking it's going to be a month for him, you know, minimum. And that's if we're lucky. And then, God forbid, if something ever happens, they're going to shut him down for the year. You know, and then, I, I hate uh, to if, say it, but this season's looking like a train wreck. It really is.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think that this has certainly changed everything in such a dramatic way right now that this team. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know it really has. I, you know, I, I I hate to say it because you know obviously you want things to uh, you know to be like they were when they were three and zero, but it's just not the case anymore. Yeah. Um, you no. hope that this will rectify itself and that Tua will, you know, be okay and, and, and he will be um you know, starting and back to normal at some point. But um you know, I I'm gonna be honest, I mean you've seen the way you seen the way Buffalo played, right? I mean they're just a really good team. You beat them, I understand that. Um I don't know how you know if you play them ten times, you're certainly not doing it ten times. I know that. So you know no, you're, the, not, you're
1: it, not beating it, them with your third string quarterback.
2: You know that's for sure. So uh, even with even with any quarterback, you're not beating them ten times.
1: Yeah. You're just not. No. they are just
2: a really good football yeah. team. So that the, the division is not going to wait for us. You know, and New England's playing much better. They got a third string quarterback. They're winning now with and and you know and the you know so. This thing can get ugly quick. I guess is the point that I'm making, and we'll see. I think you can win games. I think you can win games with Skylar Thompson. It's just that you're going to have to play good defense, and he's going yeah, to have to get know, a uh, little well, better. But
1: well, we really haven't been a good defensive team all year. You know that it's been a sieve. Every time they need to stop somebody, they don't. You know, so you know that's not. That's got to change. Yeah,
2: I mean you can look at it two ways, Rich. Like you, like you said, we uh, it was uh, you were going to take the lead on the road, twenty to nineteen. You missed the field goal. You uh, had an uh, uh, abysmal first half against the Baltimore Ravens. They came all the way back, and one of the reasons they were able to win that game is because the defense then stopped them completely from doing any other damage after that. So they kind of did stand up then. So it's not like they haven't. I mean they have had moments. They're going to it have to moments have moments potential. again.
1: Yeah, right. Yep. But granted, I'm saying,
2: uh, too many long drives. I, I, yeah, I know Byron about. Jones, uh, from what I heard, is, is he's out. He's still out. I don't think you're seeing him next week. He's still out. And Xavier Howard is still nursing what what is now said to be a second groin injury. A second groin injury, which I guess means that you – didn't treat the first one enough properly enough and it got reactivated or something. So you know how that is. You know how weird groins are, especially when you're playing Uh that position. Do I think he's going to be suited up? Yeah. I don't know how, you know, what percent he'll be, but, and as far as, uh, you know, as as far as uh, quarterback-wise, you're also going to (laughs) have, you know, you're going to have an issue there, right? I mean, you're going to have to figure out, uh, even if Skylar Thompson goes, um, you know, I haven't heard, haven't heard that they've got uh, you know any veterans coming in or anything like that. So, um, you know, I mean, that's another issue that you're going to have to deal with, because you know, what what if something happens to him? I mean, you know, this could get this could get ugly, yeah, right? I mean, it really can.
1: Yeah. There's not, you know, there's nobody out on the waiver wire that's going to come in the same day, you know? So, you know, I know you were mentioning that yesterday. There's no one out there. You know, who are you going to bring in, Drew Brees? Yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. You're not going to be able to get uh, anybody of that magnitude. Come. You know, I think uh, who's the other guy we were talking about? What is, is that? Reed Sinet. Reed Senate. it.
1: Yeah, he's name? there already,
2: Reed. yes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, he's I'm already, assuming he's uh, going to be the backup yes. if this goes the way we're thinking it's going to yeah. go. Yep. Uh, I know. It's not, yeah. not going to be
1: fun. <laughs> you know. <laughs> not going to be fun.
2: And, and another thing is, too, like say you were looking – I mean, I guess it's too early for that, too, but, you know, I mean – you you want to get a guy like Philip Rivers? You want to pay him a contract that's going to get him out of retirement? No. I don't know about you, but I, no. I I'm still aggravated at the Jay Cutler move. Like I didn't really want it, that.
1: It, 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 it's Gus Frerotte.
2: Yeah, but I mean they actually did it with Jay Cutler, right? That was not what they did. They paid him an exorbitant amount of money, and were thrilled that he won. You know, with six, seven, eight, whatever they want. You know, I mean that was oh, that oh, was. Terrible. Yeah, I mean that was, you know, I don't I'm not really looking for that, but I uh, but you can't go a full year like this. So, you know, you're going to have to I mean, there's obviously good, there there's people out there and I told you. I think you've got to basically look at the, the 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 tree, the San Francisco 49ers tree, the Denver Broncos tree, you know, everybody that McDaniel has, you know, basically in contact and then um and 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 then you know, you gotta see who's not available. Quote that is available, you know, if that comes to fruition. But for this week, I really think it's Thompson and Sinnett that that that's gonna wind up being the 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 way that they go. Because I don't think you can do the Bridgewater thing. I just don't think you can do it. Oh boy. <laughs> Do you disagree with me? I yeah. mean, no, I totally do? agree.
1: I don't think I don't I don't think two or Bridgewater have any chance of playing this Sunday. I yeah. totally agree with you. I think the the chances are none, you know. And it's sad because, like I said, I don't even think Bridgewater had a concussion yesterday. Never mind the being the protocol, worried about next week. Yeah, so I think they overreacted yesterday with this, but you know, what are you You know, yeah, I mean, I, here we go it, again. You good. know.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean, listen, if you're looking for some good news, I guess you know Mostert had his best game. You know, he had 113 yards, uh, 18 carries, but but that in itself could be a curse too because he's he's coming off a bad injury. So you know, yeah, that's a yeah, lot that, of work that for him. Looks
1: horrible. Edwards was yeah, awful. he
2: got benched basically. He got benched yeah, he for bent. Gaskin. It wasn't like he got yep. hurt. He got benched. He got benched yep. for Gaskin, and then and the weird thing is they're showing uh, Ahmed ahead of him on the on the depth chart. So I don't know how you explain that, that one, one, but wow. yeah, that that's what it seemed today. But um, wow. but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the running game has not really shown to be effective when it needed to be effective. So that's something if you have a quarterback situation like they seem to have, um, you're gonna have
1: to you're gonna have to get that going, right? Yeah, you know, I think I, I think it's it's evident like, you know, the the running game on short yardage is terrible. You know, and you know, it's uh, that one play we did yesterday when we pitched out one near the yard, that was, was Yeah, that insane. was terrible. That was so stupid. You know, that was another bad, bad decision. I, I don't know what these guys are doing half the time. I don't get it. That seemed like there was a leftover film in play. I don't, I don't understand what you're eating why you're in, A, in a shotgun, B, you go backwards to go forwards. I, I never can understand that.
2: You know what I did notice, though, which surprised me? On a lot of those plays like the one that you're talking about, and I think there was one where uh, Waddle had the ball open field. Um, The thing that surprised me tremendously was it seemed like yesterday the Jets were faster than us. And that surprised me. But there was times on those ridiculous plays, like you said, where they kept running outside and trying – and they lost yards, like they were just swarmed. And it seemed like the Jets were quicker than us yesterday, for whatever reason. Uh, it just it just seemed that way. I don't know. I mean, the Jets. I don't know how fast that defense is, but they just seemed like they were faster than us yesterday and or shut just down, seemed, or, seemed,
1: or just seemed to know what was coming.
2: Well, you can't know and what's coming like, on the plays I'm talking about. I mean, I'm talking no, about maybe plays not. where I'm guys like, are. You
1: know, uh, they're, yeah.
2: Like the play you're I talking about. The control guy control took is, it to the it, outside. He took it to the outside and if he was
1: Yeah
2: and if he was fast enough, he would have gotten the first down. But he was run That's down. True. And then there was times like down. over the middle where you had like Waddle and a couple of times you had like Chaser and they had some room and they kept running across the middle but they weren't able to usually you see them run and then they'll they'll turn a corner and they'll and and they they were losing yards they were getting tracked down or you know the yeah. the lateral movement of the linebackers and the defensive backs of the jets was it was excellent and it was basically not allowing them to do that so i mean i guess you got to tip your hat and uh you know um i don't think that's going to be the case all the time but it was certainly the case yesterday and we'll see you know if the dolphins who i regard as one of the faster offenses in, in the NFL for sure, you know, we'll, we'll see if they'll be able to to get that part of the game moving. Because you would think that at a certain time when you have those kind of receivers, you're going to be able to at the very least get them in some sort of one-on-one and let them fly and try to make something happen there, but even Hill just could not seem to get anything going. And on the Return game, they had no opportunities. I mean, they were literally catching the ball with jet guys right in their face every punt. So Yeah, you know. I mean that that's there's always so much you could do there, regardless of who's back there. Um, you know, you gotta tip your cap I guess. And we'll see if this continues on, Rich. I mean that's basically that's all I got. You know, Minnesota, I don't know what Minnesota team's showing up, but we're gonna find out and we're
1: going to find out what Miami game shows up. Well, they, they place yesterday. <laughs> yep. You know that?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's, that's a strange division, too. Um, that that's a, that's a strange division because you have the Packers, who <laughs> had no
1: business losing to the Giants yesterday, did they? No, not at all. No, not at all. That was ridiculous, <laughs> you know. They just yeah, like they're uh, up and down. like everybody thought that was the coming out party for you know Aaron Rodgers yesterday they where they're going to fix all the wrongs and they were going to take control of that division.
2: And yeah, they laid
1: a huge goose in it, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a bad loss out there.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean that's a yeah. game where you know the Vikings are playing good, like you said. They're I think they're four and one, but yeah, the Packers should be four and one too. And you would think, yeah. you know, uh, in the driver's seat. And, like, it's reversed now. So, Minnesota is, is, is a good football team. And on a side note, Philadelphia is still undefeated there. They're 5-0 and right now. So, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird year in the NFC. It really is. It's, Damn. it's, it's a strange year, you know. But uh, that's seems what like I got, my friends. Seems
1: so, like a month ago we were, we were undefeated, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really seems like – Things have changed year. so fast from what the yeah. first, you know, quarter of this, or, uh, you know, f- uh, fifth or whatever it is of this season, how it changed so dramatically on one hit in Cincinnati. It really
1: did. Yeah, one, one hit in Cincinnati and, and the looming return of our fearless leader, Stephen Ross, To really muck things up when he gets back So (laughs) you got that to look forward to too
2: (laughs) On that note We'll see you next week my friend
3: Took
2: a look down Westbound Road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy.
1: Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on